Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast, we are discussing Loki, episode four, the Nexus event. All that and more over this app we have no control over. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. And in our producer chair today, we have the lovely Ashley Coffin. How you doing, Ash? I'm so... My emotions. Right? I don't know. I don't know how I feel. I, yeah. <laughs> you, did, you did see the post-credits, right? I did. So I'm like, it was like having something really horrible happen and then immediately having it not happen. Yeah. Left me in a state of... <sighs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why would you like, do that to me, even in the first place? Even if you yeah. don't take it away, why would you do that? Full spoiler alerts, everybody. If you haven't seen the episode yet, this is for episode four. I, I just... <sighs> like... They did it to us again. They killed Loki and made us again. feel it again. <laughs> like, made us actually feel it. And they had a replacement Loki on standby, so, like, oh we believed God. it. Oh, I yeah. got it. Cow was like, I knew it. See, told you the girl was going to take over. I was like, it's not time yet. Yeah. I was like, I'm not ready. Like, maybe that's what's going to happen. I'm going to be fine right. with it, but not now. Not yet. Not, not right like now. This four. Not, not like, like this. this. Not, not like, like this. <laughs> Thank you, Switch. I was like, we we made so much progress with this Loki, and now it's all going to be wiped. Because I was like, then immediately, I'm like, well, we we, we saw maybe she's going to go find bowling alley Loki, and but that's not our Loki. That's another Loki, and we're going to start from the beginning again. And I was like, and he finally fell in love a little bit with himself, which was totally cute. And we were like saying that from the whole time, which I loved. But like, oh, they just. And then after the post credits, I was just like, "Oh, thank God!" Like I, t- <laughs> it felt like a workout. It was an emotional workout. After it happened, I walked to the, I walked right to the wine bottle, right to the wine bottle, and I grabbed it. And he was like, "You Eeyore walked out of the room like a kid that just was told they weren't going to Disney World." Like I just got up and I left, and I was very slow. Mm-mm-mm, so sad. <laughs> And then I plopped back down, and I was like, oh, "What's it?" Because I didn't go online today, so I didn't know that there was a post-credit scene or a mid-credit yeah, oh, or right. whatever scene. I made sure to text Ash like as soon as I laid down. I was like, "Okay, it's like four o'clock, four fifteen. She's already yeah. up. She's probably on the way to work." Like, <laughs> stay your ass off the internet today until you watch this episode. You're not allowed here. You're not welcome on the internet. <laughs> I told Jeff, I was like, I didn't even check the weather. <laughs> <laughs> weather likelihood, a uh, 90% chance of Loki getting uh, pruned in the middle of the episode. So but don't worry, 85% chance that he'll return in a post-credit sequence. <sighs> um, <laughs> oh, you wanted to know about rain. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know how I feel fully about all of that. Like, I do feel a little... They made me feel it, so I can't be too upset. They made me feel both things. They made me feel his death, and they made me feel relief when he's back alive. I did not feel what I would... Fear that I would feel. If I told... If you had told me three weeks ago that this was happening in an episode, I'd be like, really? They're going to pull a Thor of the Dark World on us? Like... Again? Again? They're going to kill Loki and bring him back in the same episode? That's that's just another Thor of the Dark That's what we all hate about Thor of the Dark World. But they did it, and I did not feel that way. I felt... Yeah. Because it moved the story forward, I think. Like, the, 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 yeah. the story that happened with Loki and Thor of the Dark World, they move his character forward, then 
they not only take back all of the progress he made with that last scene, but they also take back the story. So, like, what happens in Thor The Dark World that's important? Nothing. And it's just like, the the relationship ends up in the same place. But that, that's not the case here. So I don't have the same problem that I have with that movie. Right. I think I've fallen for it every time. Like, <laughs> I've had the emotional extreme every single time. <clears throat> Thor The Dark World, Infinity War, this one again. Uh, he got me every time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I get that. And the the one of the other things that's great about this one, uh, uh, to put a positive light on it, is that it also gives us hope for Mobius, for right. getting Mobius back. 100%. Right? How overshadowing, because honestly, I, I <sighs> until he was okay, I completely, like that it showed that Loki hadn't kind of made it, I, was, I kind of forgot about what happened because i went from man use a mm, to no you know like immediately it was just bam after bam after bam and then relief and then sitting with it and then being like oh no mobius yeah (laughs) it's like you circle back on it and you're just like all the emotions i know oh did you talk about this morning that that's where they send loki variants Right. Well, we we talked a lot about wh- what is this place? Is it where they send all variants? Is it Loki variants? They did mention that like a lot of Loki variants uh, have been through there. They're one of the most common like people that get varianted. I think in one of the episodes, <laughs> of they are. didn't they say that? Yeah, that was episode two. Yeah, we've dealt with a ton of Lokis in the past and slideshow. Yeah. I, I I listen. I re- on my rewatch this afternoon. I, I noticed another line. I talked about this last night. The idea of how long was it? For the TVA, time moves differently here. How long was it between episode two and episode four? How long has it been since uh, Loki was working with Owen Wilson? Because Owen Wilson says a number of things that make me think he's dealt. He talks about all these Lokis. He talks about uh, that. He also talks about a lot of water under the bridge since then. He's talking about to Loki, like we were friends. We're friends. Like you. You, you, you believed me once or something like that. You believed in me once. He says something like that. And he's like, there's been a lot of water under the bridge since then. And it's like, mm-hmm. yep. how long were they searching for them? And that combined with the fact that all those timelines were cleaned up by the time we see the TVA again. All the, the bombing of the timeline meant nothing. So has it been a hundred years? Like, we just don't know. Like, Mobius is acting different and like... <laughs> Looking, yeah, I don't know. It, it, the way he talks, it could have he could have dealt with seventeen Lokis since that Loki disappeared. Right. You know what I mean? It could have been that all of those timelines that she creates in that moment in the time bomb could have created seventeen different Lokis, and he had to go back and clean all of them up, and then the, they're dealing with this. Like we don't know what happened between two and four for Mobius, and it, mm-hmm. it seems like a lot happened, and it seemed like it was involved Loki somehow and variants of Loki. So maybe all these Lokis that are on this planet are ones that were recently pruned because of the time bombs. I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. Um. Brian V. Klein and I were talking in uh, in a Facebook Messenger chat earlier today about a possibility, and it's like blowing our collective minds. <clears throat> and it is, what if, when people get pruned, they're not actually, like, sent, or like, sorry, if the Minutemen have the, the pruning sticks, and they prune people, they think 
that the people that they are pruning are being just reset, gone, whatever, dead. What if they're actually being sent to this alternate timeline, alternate universe, whatever, but that place is actually Battle World? Ooh. Mm. For Secret Wars. Interesting. That would be a good setup. It would. It would be a great way to get, like, almost instantly get us Fantastic Four, uh, X-Men, the... um That's true. Any any particular X-Men they mm-hmm. want to bring over, they could. Right. Like, Literally could be, anything from any universe yeah, could they, come over. They could That's have... They, I like this a lot. I like the idea Michael that... Michael Fassbender? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. We, he could show up on this planet. The next episode could have anyone from any variant universe in it. And then they could have this, he could, they could like talk about what this place is, and this could be Battle World. Then he gets the F out of there, and then they have a sequel to like episode five in a movie form, and it's like Secret Wars or whatever, right? Or like, right. Mm-hmm. That could be really fun. Uh, Steph H89 in chat asks, what is Battle World? Uh, to give a, a brief synopsis, uh, the Beyonder, who is a being that's like universally powerful, has all kinds of crazy, ridiculous power, uh, collected a, a bunch of different heroes to go on to, this was in Secret Wars in like the 80s, collected a bunch of different heroes to duke it out on what was called Battle World. But more recently, uh, Secret Wars in, I think it was 2015, had a bunch of different universes clashing together because of the, uh, the people known as the Beyonders. They were throwing universes together and kind of seeing what would happen. So uh, the power of the Beyonder that we have known from comics was stolen by Dr. Doom, who made himself God Emperor Doom. And he created this world that's an amalgam of all of the different universes. Like we got the Ultimates universe. We've got Age of Ultron. uh, We've got the Marvel Zombies one. We've got, you know, all of these different universes are are together, and a lot of the characters from all of those universes have come together into this world. Like, all of the different kinds of Thor are the police force. They're called the Thor Corps. Uh, Doctor Strange is the sheriff of one of the towns. Do you mean Age of Apocalypse? Oh, Age of Apocalypse was also there. But no, Age of Ultron was an alternate universe comic oh. as well. But yeah, all of these all of these were smashed together into into this weird amalgam world where everything was like a pizza slice of space and dr doom made himself the the god emperor of this this world he was he like he had himself as married to sue storm as uh, he does yeah i do like love this storyline <laughs> yeah like you do yeah. and then uh franklin richards was his kid and he's Franklin's, like you're my kid now yeah and franklin's <laughs> sister what is her name valeria or it starts with a V. Um, but they were, they were their children and like Reed was somewhere else. Who? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So to, to, to give a, to give a quick short explanation, it's just a planet where Marvel decided to tell a story where all the characters could fight from all the different universes. Right. And, and then what was the stakes? Were they fighting for their perspective universes? They were, they were fighting for their universe's survival, but right. none of the universes actually survived. What ended up happening is that Franklin Richards created a brand new one. So a lot of the people from the, uh, from the Ultimates worlds. universe and, you know, the various universes were kind of like thrown together into the all new, all different. And that's when Miles Morales joined the 616 universe. So you've got all new, all different Avengers, all new, right. all different, whatever. What I like about this is that it doesn't really conflict with the idea, any of the other ideas that we have or whatever. Like exactly, like Kang could still happen. All these yep. things could still happen, but 
uh, you know, it could could bring the multiverse of madness. All that stuff could still happen, but it's it could just be a little spin-off thing that happens and then we could get that thing we've always wanted, which is like Hugh Jackman on screen with Captain America or Chris Evans, you know, like all these yep. things could happen. Plus Robert Downey Jr., anybody who's dead could come back for a one-off movie where they're in Battle World. And like, you yeah. could just have an insane epic event where like this, this little pocket universe has existed because of Loki, the events of Loki. That's a lot of fun. I love that theory and I love the, uh, the nature of dumping the toy box out and just like playing with all the toys. That's super fun. Yeah. 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 And it's like, it was a, it's a, it's another way that we might be able to, or, uh, I don't want to, I don't want to put this out into the universe because I, I tend to make predictions and then they become true. No. But it's a way that Spider-Man could go away, you know? Sure. From home? Yeah. Well, like, like the far? No Way Home, like No Way Home, there's right. no way back to his main universe because it doesn't mm. exist anymore mm. because Battle World. Well, but. His main universe is the is the current Marvel universe, right? So, like, yeah. So that would maybe. get rid of everything. Um, well, that would get rid of like if he got stuck in, or if he got put into a different, you know, verse, or like sure. got sent home with the Sony uh, stuff I to be do like not Spider Man there now. I don't really want them to like get rid of the current MCU canon. Like, I if if they if they combine it with other multiverses especially if they do it in a way where they can send them off to some battle world and you get a story with the X-Men and the Spider-Mans and all that stuff that's great like i mean honestly that could be what multiverse of madness is we keep talking about it like no. it's two separate things but like couldn't this all be the result of all that stuff? crossover event yeah that could be a giant crossover event oh, that would the spider-man so the Spider-Man movies could be the introduction of the Spider-Verse sort of thing, which leads into Multiverse of Madness, which could lead into Battle World. This could all be sort of leading towards the same thing. And all of that could be a result of Kang, especially if Kang is the timekeepers or some form of that. If Kang is the one that's affecting the timeline the way he is, then yeah. like, then this all just ties together perfectly into a nice little bow that like creates the multiverse and allows all these excess stories. I like the idea personally, and I've though I've said it, of the Sony Spider-Man stuff being a different Spider-Man because I really love the idea of Tom Holland sticking around. I would love it if we found out that all these the Venom stories and like some of these other stories ended up they were in the Andrew Garfield universe or like something like that. You know, we end up that Spider-Man yeah. that we saw on the wall was not a Tom Holland. You know, and mm-hmm. like Sony gets to keep telling Spider-Man stories and Marvel gets to keep telling its stories because now the multiverse exists. Yeah. 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 It's possible. I just thought about this. Uh, Captain Kitten Mittens <laughs> in chat uh, brought up that it's also the introduction of the Venom symbiote in comics. Was oh. That was the 80s That's true, yeah. Secret Wars as when Spider-Man got the symbiote. So yeah. it, he, you know, he could be sent to Battleworld, get the symbiote. And then be sent back to Sonyverse, and the Venom movie actually happens after that. Yeah, in the timeline. And sure, why not? I don't know why I'm trying to justify <laughs> this. I hate it. Right, right. I it, don't want it. It could happen. Or the <laughs> what are you doing? I'm or, so, I don't know. I don't know what to do with my hands. I am become death. Sit on them. Yeah, I am the architect of my own demise. <laughs> Any other things you want to throw out before uh, you go into your feedback cave, Ashley? <laughs> to round up some God. feedback. 
Uh, Anything else you want to? I just like so many little parts. Like, yeah, Mobius giving like Loki that little pep top before they left the loop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, kind of like doing what his mom did, like being like, "You can do it." And if anyone told you they didn't, like, they're wrong. You can do it, buddy. Oh, you can like, do it. You can even be a good guy. Be a good yeah. guy. Just in case no one told you that. Just in case no one ever told you this, you have the option. And like, I love that for Mobius because Mobius has encountered a bunch of Lokis and also just a bunch, maybe other variants in his time as a TVA guy, and like. The idea that he just knows that some people need to hear that you have an option, you mm-hmm. know, I, yeah. that's, that's really beautiful because that is what a lot of people need to hear. A lot of people don't think they have options to be different from who they are. And we all have choice. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's, beautiful. that's kind of what, um, what makes, uh, Killmonger such a great villain in Black Panther is he thinks this is the only way that mm-hmm. we can get what needs to happen. Like we can get the results that we need out of the world is to do exactly this and like, damn, he believes it so fervently, you know? And like, maybe, maybe somebody, maybe Owen Wilson needs to just pop in and be like, Hey man, you don't have to be like this. I just, I really like Owen Wilson's character and I do hope he's not gone. That's, didn't yeah. I tell you, Jeff? Didn't I tell you she was a, mm, she was a, that Renslayer? Mm-hmm. She was a yeah. non trustworthy. I sniffed it yeah. out of her yeah. <laughs> right away. Right away. I was like, don't want yeah. And then when she was in there talking to him, I was like, shut up. Shut up, you lion. Mm, I just, I was so angry. The fact mm-hmm. that she seems fully in on it just makes me really think that this has something to do with Kang even more. Well, I'm like, how dare you, lady? How dare you yeah. give him shit? I'm sorry, beep. Give him <laughs> for <laughs> for the same thing that you did, but yours was worse. You know, lady, little Loki, little lady Loki took that thing from you, and you did the same thing he did, and you have been giving him nothing but but grief about it from sight. Like, oh, our friendship is a friendship that expands universes. Shut up! Shut up! Oh, I was so angry. Like you're giving him grief. You're just blowing smoke up there. Oh, I was, I hated her. Oh, I hope that Sylvie breaks all her fingers, rips off all her fingernails one at a time. I hope she doesn't want to talk. Oh, get her. The Renslayer, how did it end with Renslayer? I'm kind of forgetting how she left the episode. Uh, Renslayer was like, do it, just do it. And Sylvie was like, no, 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 I'm not going to kill you. I'm not going to prune you. You're going to tell me everything. Everything. Okay. Cool. Yeah, and it, I hope she resists. After seeing the ending after the credits, like I'm just like totally forgotten everything <sighs> else. Uh, it's so it's oh, just God. so good that the ending Sorry. is so exciting. It was so exciting. I feel like that's mostly what we talked about last night, which is I guess what we need to get to like the other stuff that we didn't talk to about last night. Yeah. <laughs> Ashley, how great would it be though if Sylvie took one of the um, the prune sticks and like a pair of gardening shears? And like, Ooh. hit the prune <gasps> stick against her finger, and then cut the finger off before it oh, gets it's too far. Perfect. Or cut the finger off first, and then make her watch as you prune it away. All Not right, that back. Well, I can't bleep I sh- all that, so let's move on. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> got super dark. I really like the Loki Sylvie stuff. Like when when they got back together, and she was like, "Are you okay?" <gasps> oh, the emotions are there. How do you guys feel about him being in love with himself? It's so. Perfectly low key. It, I was yeah, calling it. Fitting. I was yeah, like, it's perfectly it fine week, with me. For sure. I, <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's so weird 
to be like if they actually make it a thing that that's how we remember Loki. He's the guy who fell in love with a version of himself. And that, like, even especially if they get to be together. But they're so alone. Right. Yeah, they're just, they know each other's loneliness. And he just had, like, stars in his eyes. Yeah, he did. <laughs> I really liked it. <laughs> Ken was the best. He was like, uh-oh. I was like, what? He's like, this scene right now, one of them's going to die right now. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, nobody gets out of scenes like this. Okay, look at what's happening. And then I was like, that's not going to And right as I was saying it, Loki disappeared. And I was like, no! <laughs> oh, my God. I was happened. so upset. I was so upset. I'm mad at Ken for talking it into existence. Seen a lot of movies. We know the formula. You know, he said it like 24 hours later. Like, I still blame him. Um, It's still Ken's fault. Still Ken's fault. Damn it, Ken! Time time works differently in the TVA, the Titanic Variance Authority. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Sorry. For those of you on the podcast who don't come to Trivia Night, we always pick on Ken for uh, watching Titanic a lot. <laughs> like, every time Ashley every walks time. out. <laughs> every time Ashley walks out of Trivia Night, he's watching Titanic. I've never told him. He has oh, no yeah. idea. I love it. I love it. <laughs> <clears throat> we need to stop talking about it then. we right over here. Oh, yeah. We picked on Ken last night, too. You got to listen to the podcast. I got you. That's so funny. <laughs> I like that it was Mobius who found him. I felt very vindicated with that. I was pretty strong about that Mobius was going to find him. Yeah, but like that Nexus event that was like playing the snake game, mm-hmm. what's the what's the deal there? Like what I thought the idea was Why? that it was just moving directly towards the red line basically. Like it has a little movement, but it's mostly so all the ones that we've seen branch out up till now have kind of branched in a diagonal. Like yeah. and the, the idea branch. being that the more direct you move toward the red line, the more variance you're creating and the more you're on their radar and the quicker they need to get to you. But that one went like straight for the red line. And it makes me wonder like what could their love have accomplished if they had stayed there? Does that make sense? Like what, like were they going to get out of that? Was was the planet exploding and they were about to pull a like princess Leia and just exist in space for a few minutes? I don't know. Like were they going to create like a magic love bubble and just fly away? Like I, I don't know what their deal was. Like what was the variance they were creating? I don't know. The thing that I keep thinking of is, like, Loki is not supposed to fall in love, or Loki is not supposed to... Know what it's like to not be alone. (laughs) Right. Loki is never supposed to not feel alone. So when he does find someone that knows his struggle, and, you know, his soul has found its counterpoint in another... Uh Uh-huh. Another Owen Wilson movie there. (laughs) When he does find that... It's such a, a shock to the timeline that it's just like, blah, Nexus event. I agree with that. Like, I think that's what they're going for, but I hate that. Yeah, but, it, and it's in an apocalypse. Like, what's going to happen? Yeah. Like, what is him following in love with himself going to do to stop that? Exactly. The only way that makes sense with the way we've understood time travel till now, which is always evolving. They're kind of like, it all makes sense together right now, but it's like kind of shifting still. Um, the only way that makes sense is if that love was about to cause them to do something so powerful that it would live beyond this event. Hmm. And what was that? What was the thing that... That's that, so what, romantic. It is. It's super romantic. <laughs> it also makes me call BS on it, though. Like, from a, like... They just had to have done something. I wish they, I wish it would have shown them doing something to create the variants. Not just like, yeah. maybe like a shield forms starts to form around them, like they're using their powers to cr- create 
some sort of something to protect themselves from this apocalypse. Yeah, or those like, powers that we saw that yeah. weren't explained. Yeah, or, I or thought we, we we saw Loki like Loki. We saw him stop that planet last episode when he's like you know caring for the two of them really. And like, what if in that moment they touched hands and then he like reaches out and he's stopping like okay. an entire planet from collapsing because his power. It was so just great. like a like a water tank. It was a building. It was a building. We all saw something different, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> well, Matt, you said planet. You're. Your your thought of what you were getting to kind of bled into the beginning of it. Oh, did I say plant? No, I said yeah. Building. You said, yeah, you said plant. No, you said planet twice. Oh, no. The, first, the, the second time was on purpose. The second time I'm talking yeah, about yeah. him stopping. I said when they were on that meant. planet. I know what you mean. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Wait, yeah, so a building, a building is falling. Building. Maybe maybe that was just his proximity to her amplifying his power. So right. if they were to hold hands, or like, they would do like a like a Fenris twins kind of thing from the the X Men series. What was it called? Uh, the Gifted. Or, some, or or you get to the idea that like Star Wars shit. A lot of magic <laughs> is based on like willpower, right? Like that's yeah. a, a lot yeah. of magic is like. Intention. It's intention and willpower creates it. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you have enough willpower, your powers are amplified. Like, that's yeah. a lot of magic works that way. So, like, if his magic works that way, maybe he could stop that building from falling. And maybe in that moment when their love is really forming, he could have stopped the entire planet from exploding. You know what? Now you know? that we're talking about it, when he has his little, like, meltdown uh, in Thor the Dark World and he pushes everything in that room, right? I don't think there was a green, like... I think everything just kind of moved, all the chairs and stuff. Yeah. I think so there was a green energy. There's, a little, there's a little bit of green energy. Was there after. But there's, watch there's it green again. energy in that moment, too, when he. No, I watched. There wasn't. On him, yeah, like his did, hand. He didn't I'm have the Rolex sure. of time. No, <laughs> no he didn't have the Rolex of time. There is a little green energy, though, on his hand, <laughs> I, I think. I, I'll look it up. I don't, no, I, I like. Because we were watching. I, I mean, you can look at it. I, I don't think there was. Yeah, That's why on, I was so confused by it. Do you mean on Lamentus? Yeah, on Lamentus when he stopped that plant. When he just When he does his. Downward Dog Wonder Woman. No, he didn't have Downward anything. Downward Facing Wonder Woman. He didn't have yeah. anything. But if he didn't have anything in Thor: The Dark World, then that could, that totally checks out. Yeah, I'm not saying he had like a device. It just looked to me. I thought I remember I'm trying to agree you with you, energy. and now you're debunking <laughs> some energy. You said energy, but I, he didn't have anything in uh, on Lamentus. Okay. Um. Cool. Well, uh, so where, what, what else? Anything else, Ashley? You, you want to go into your feedback cave? We'll chat a little bit. Cool. Uh, Ashley's going to head into her feedback cave. We're going to do a little bit of uh, more chatting while she rounds up a little live feedback from the audience. Man, I'm kind of I'm scrolling through. Yeah, the, no, uh, I've, I'm seeing it now. I remember him. You see, having green on his hands at one point, but it wasn't there. His hands are off screen, so it's possible he did have green on his hands, and they just his hands are off screen. They would show us that if we were supposed, you know, going to see it. Well, we don't see it. It's a TV show. There's another moment. <laughs> I'm just saying there's Everything no, he does usually has power. Like, you see the green. Right. But it's not only in his hands, right? Like, he uses his hands a lot of times. I don't know. I'm looking at he it. He crosses his fists in a Wonder Woman-style thing and brings them down. you think if there'd be any chance for him to have power in his hands, it would be then. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, maybe. But I was trying to agree with you, which is why I don't understand why we're here right now. Because when he does it, and I think Thor the Dark Word, I don't think there's any green either. I think everything, just, the chairs just fly. Okay. They do. Cool. So no like green. under super stress, maybe his powers would be excelled like that. Yeah. So. It's at 51 minutes, 51 seconds is when he does that in Thor the Dark World. And there's um, no the, green, uh, right? There's no green. There is no green. I've, okay. I vaguely remembered a wave of green when he does it, but okay. I th- I thought so too. 
Of course, knowing them, they probably changed it. We're probably right. <laughs> this is how it was. I remember it. I didn't remember it. <laughs> Disney's the major cause of all Mandela effects. Right. Disney changing things after the fact is like going to be the new thing. Like when we have a Mandela effect that we want to like remember differently, we're like, oh yeah, Disney probably just changed it. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> okay. <sighs> Thank you, Ashley. Something we didn't touch on at all last night, and I, I felt bad after we got off the cast. I was just so distracted by that last scene. Was the like B fifteen's turn? B 15s turn. Yeah. Like B15's turn. Because I loved her turn. I actually was I loved the surprising nature of it too. Like the fact that we had, you know, all the stuff you just expect Mobius is gonna be the one to turn. You know, he's the guy right. who's been listening. Um, I and mean, then, we've been we've been talking about that for a while. Like, yeah. oh yeah, get the team up, get the team up. Yeah, if Mobius were to be the one, it would be very expected. But when she gets turned, yeah. it was immediate. That's, it was just immediate, and I loved it. You know, honestly, I didn't feel like it was it was immediate. I I love that we got to see her like kind of struggle with it. Yeah, she's having that identity crisis of like, what did you do to my brain? Right, these memories can't be mine. You put them there, right? Because she had memories from another. Uh, from the other time she was controlled and then she's like right. piecing those together. She pulled memories from my brain and all this stuff. And then this time when she shows her, like when he tells her that they, they say that she, he told me the TVA is lying to us. Like that just like, Oh, well now I'm getting the same information from two sources. And then she like steals away with Sylvie and like lets her fully oh, immerse herself yes. in her memory. And I love that we don't see it like that moment. Cause there's almost nothing you could see there that would like really live up to that. But like, and I love, I love it. Like, what do you remember from your life? She's like, I just, I was happy. And B 15 is yeah. a very like brash character that doesn't seem to have a lot of joy in her job. She just does her job and knows what she's supposed to do and follows the rules and yeah. like I was happy is such a tragic line. So good. It really is. And watching like watching her just emote mm-hmm. while experiencing that. Yeah. It's just so it's there's something so powerful about that. Like I, I equate it to um when Sebastian Stan as Bucky Barnes was sitting at the campfire in uh The Falcon and the Winter Soldier while uh while Ao rehearsed the um, the the trigger words or the trigger phrase, you know, to to activate Winter Soldier, and mm-hmm. he was just so broken over whether or not that was going to work, and just you saw all of the relief whenever she said you're free. Like it felt like that with the B fifteen. Yeah, it's a really beautiful moment. You notice we're not calling her Ruby anymore. Like, that is B-15. Yeah. Now. I remember it because it's my favorite vitamin. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> or is that B-12? Maybe That's I B12. ignore that joke. But y'all got it. <laughs> yeah, it was a good joke. It was a good joke. Uh, it was a good joke. The, they did something in this episode to make us remember. And it's a it was a very, like, Sesame Street trick they pulled on us. They had a thing where he, she was like, I have a name. And then Sylvie was like, oh, I can't read it from here. And like said, letters are too small or something like that, which made us all in the audience read her name, which makes it stick. Like, cause we read it instead of just seeing it. And so like, or hearing it as people are yelling numbers and letters, like that's, that was a really funny, like Sesame street trick to make us all remember her name. (laughs) Yeah. B 15. Ah, 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 ah. Bingo. Um, (laughs) Not quite. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, they're just bingo people. Is all it is. Bing, they're Somebody bingo, got a bingo people. Card. Yeah. Wait, well, no, C twenty. C twenty doesn't work. Yeah, C twenty doesn't work. Damn it. He's Damn it. Free space. I don't know. Um, battleship. <laughs> yeah, they're battleship people. This is this you analogy is taking a hard battleship. turn. Oh, it was always hard. It's always a hard turn. Um, yep. Okay, so. Uh, I loved her. Let's see. So I got a little notes that we never even, lo- I didn't even looked at last night because we were just so into the last scene. Freaking honestly. out. We were freaking out about like alligator Loki. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's <is> so cute. <laughs> alligator Loki is the best. I, <laughs> how many people are going to go out with pet alligators this year dressed as Loki? Probably not a lot. You know, well, like, I mean, um, like, we're not endorsing that. In Florida are there. <laughs> you heard it here first. Divide, divide that by Marvel fans, and then you got your answer. Yeah, carry the two. <laughs> Please, it's going to be like live on the streets of Florida on Halloween. It's chaos down here, Tom. Chaos. <laughs> it seems that every Florida man has himself an alligator. <laughs> Loki. What's that? It seems that Disney is to blame. <laughs> I have a gripe. You guys watch these with your. Um, Subtitles on? Yes, no. I do. Yeah. So when I'm watching it, I don't usually, because I usually don't have to. Mm-hmm. I couldn't hear a damn word that those uh, time cop bots were saying. Like, the timekeeper robots? Oh, that was yeah. ridiculously annoying. The the Chuck E. Cheese animatronic guys? Yeah. Yeah, I think that was by design. Because um, you know, if you make their voices farther from... Um, regular voices it, it makes them seem more ethereal and more mystical mm. so like you know the the double voices the booming voices like yeah all of those and they gave them all very them... distinct different voices too yeah yeah and, which well, i couldn't understand the damn thing they were saying yeah. <laughs> so yeah. annoyed it, it really didn't matter whatever they no, were saying didn't. didn't matter at all uh to, oh to wrap up the thing about b15 like i love when she comes out of the thing she's like i looked happy and then she just looks at Sylvia and says, what now? It's just like, she's mm-hmm. like ready to serve a new master. You know, like she's like immediately on board her mind. As soon as she sees what her life could be like, she's like, okay, I'm, I'm on your side now. Ready to go. Let's do this thing. Well, I mean, if you show someone, Hey, look, you got kidnapped, you know, mm-hmm. decades ago from your time. Uh, how do you think they'd feel about it? Also, you've been the tool <laughs> Of this system that's just been killing people that are just like you. Like, you've been Maybe. thinking variants are these dirty things, and, like, you've been treating them like that. Get a, come on, variant. Like, she's been ready to, like, prune all these people. And, like, yep. now she knows she is a variant. That moment when she looks at the poster and says, like, you know, uh, do the right thing, delete them, or something like that. And she's mm-hmm. like, I've been buying that all this time. I've been buying this propaganda, and I'm not going to buy it anymore. I thought for a second she was going to prune herself because she's like so uh, believes in the mission or whatever. Me too. I was oh, yeah. worried. Yeah. Oh yeah. She picks up the pruning stick or whatever, and she's like looking at that poster, and I was like, she knows she's a variant. She's about to prune herself. This is this is dark. And but no, she goes to get Sylvie. I loved it. Yeah, I liked that outcome better. But I would have understood. Yeah, it would have been <laughs> dark and weird, but I would have understood. Did you guys talk about Sif? I didn't get to bring that up. Oh, we talked about Sif a little, a little bit. bit, a little bit. Listen, cutting somebody's hair is a hard no. Don't you ever, don't you ever, ever do it, or you totally deserve to be in that time <laughs> loop. Yep. Listen, don't cut people's hair. I knew Ashley would have strong feelings yep. about 
this. Yeah, I love Loki, but you do not, sir. Sir. I love the empathy of Loki <laughs> in that scene where he's like, you know, I thought it was funny. It wasn't. Like, mm-hmm. I, no. I, I just, I learned my lesson. Like, I, I saw what, I did not like the way you treated me after I did that. Like, I really, he, and he also talks about how he hate. He's scared of being alone, and that's why he does everything he does. He's scared of being alone. So yeah, he always wants attention. To be, he wants the attention, but he does bad things for attention, which drives people away. Emotionally. Right. It, it reminds me of the Rocket and Yondu thing a little bit, right? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. 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 It also just reminds me of a petulant child. Because, mm-hmm. like, if the child only ever gets a reaction out of the parent when they're doing a bad thing that's what they learn is to do bad yeah. things for attention oh my god look at the onion that you're unpeeling right now <laughs> yep. my eyes it's just affecting them stop cutting these onions <laughs> <laughs> and then like what we didn't talk about last night is young sylvie being ab- abducted from yes. her timeline like just existing was enough to cause variance energy or to create a nexus event? Maybe. That's the thing that's so interesting. She She's sitting there and she like... Well, she's sitting there playing with toys. She like knocks one of them over or something. And then the timekeepers rush in. It was her destiny. I think she was going to be like powerful. Maybe. Maybe. But like what in that moment created so much variance energy? And that's what's so interesting is like... Uh, Rinslayer says, I don't remember. But like what's so tragic about that is that she has been asking that question her whole life like she lets her ask a question that's what's been on sylvie's mind all this time her whole life she's been on the run and she's been going like what did i do wrong to deserve this like why do i deserve this life of of and the life she describes to loki early in the episode like i lived in these apocalypses i lived Mm -hmm. in i lived my life was she's i wrote it down I live my life. Um, that's where I grew up. The ends of a thousand worlds. Mm-hmm. That, like, and again, never being able to be with anyone, always being alone because everyone she's ever been around since she was young has just been destined for death. And that's how she's had to live this whole time. That is, that is tragic. And it's the makings of an incredibly interesting character. Yeah. I hope she gets her answers because you know that, that she was lying, Renslayer. Oh, she yeah. a lion? I mean, you can see it on her face that she was just saying that for spite. I don't agree. Really? Oh, no. She had an attitude from the second she was on that elevator. That's the way she was sure. talking. All she does is lie. Yeah, but in that moment, I don't think she had a reason to lie, because she's on the elevator taking her up to be, like, pruned by the timekeepers, right? I think it was just spite. They always say that when you get taken in by, like, when you're questioned about in a day that happened in your life that you don't remember it, unless there was an event that was... like memorable well anything that has to do with that loki is going to be memorable in her mind because it was where she made her biggest mistake so do i buy that she doesn't remember anything about her biggest mistake in the timekeeper's eyes or whoever's in charge absolutely not maybe 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 she remembers her mistakes but like would she remember the sylvie's mistake is the question and like i totally buy that she wouldn't i think it makes her more cruel that she doesn't remember. That, that I think everything's recorded. On a list, you know. Sure. The, ti- no. the TVA shows us that, like, all that stuff is recorded on files. I'm not saying she files. for sure wasn't lying, but like, I don't think it's necessary that she was lying. I think it's just as character revealing if that's the truth. That she's like, I don't remember. You don't. You're just a variant to me. You don't mean anything to me. 
Like, I didn't, because mm. we don't, okay. as Owen Wilson says, she tells Owen Wilson she has all these other people working for her. Like, how many cases is Renslayer running? You know, how many Renslayers are there, first off? But if this is the only one, is she like running a bunch of different versions of this office? Is she like got a, a lot of timekeepers? Are there tons of B-15s and Mobiuses out there doing her bidding? Like, she may just have, this may not be as big a case to her as you know, we see it as. Well, you would think it would be to her because it's the one that she that got away from her and caused all this problem, and it was her fault. Right. It is a one. We do. We she know also the keeps only saying one? that the timekeepers are all over this case. Yes, like she they're does. they're watching this like a hawk. So it's absolutely a case that she would know every aspect. But of. she also knows the timekeepers don't exist, right? I guess maybe you, you guys are saying she lies all the time. All that stuff is just to motivate Mobius. That's fair. Yeah, no, she's lying about everything, which right. is obviously bringing them into that room was all show. Yeah, 100% she knows that that's not the real timekeepers. I, I think so. Well, no, I mean, she walked in there in the beginning of the episode and looked all like, I'm super scared. Everything she's know? saying is just to motivate everything she, I think everything she's saying. There's nobody else around her, though. But maybe right. that's where they like transmit yeah, kind of like uh, might be where Star Warsy, right. like how Snoke would talk in that. Room oh yeah, to, <laughs> it might yeah. it might still be their communication device. It might still be where she goes to learn from them or whatever. Because when Sylvie cut the heads there. off, they laughed. They yeah. were all laughing. Did, <laughs> what was Rinslayer's? Did Rinslayer respond to that as if she knew? I'm trying to remember what Rinslayer how Rinslayer acted. Uh, I think she was unconscious. She was unconscious. Oh, okay. Interesting. Interesting. So what if she doesn't know? But I digress. I, I hear you guys point. I think it's possible she's lying, but I also think it's possible she's so cruel and thinks Sylvie is so the, the the facts of the case don't matter to her. You know what I mean? Like the facts of why a variant is a variant don't matter to her. Like what Sylvie did to get pruned. It's just that timekeepers tell her to prune. She goes and prunes like the fact that she messed up. Yeah, I buy that. She would always remember her mistakes. But like why a variant is a variant might not matter to her. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. You know, I, it doesn't matter why you're a variant. I just know that you're a variant. I have to, I have to prune you or I have to take you in. Even, even if you're not a variant, even if you're like a C, C20, was that her name? Even if yeah. you're C20 and you didn't do anything wrong and you're not a variant at all, you still prune. I mean, her. you could say it like after that little girl disappeared that they're like, Hey, fix your problem. So she would learn everything there was to know about this Loki variant. So right. The, the question to track is. Them. Question is, does, does, so like, does Renslayer know she's, does Renslayer, so the thing that made me think that Renslayer knew the timekeepers weren't real was that she killed C20 because she was trying to protect the secret that C20 was spilling. So like, does she know the secrets that C20 was spilling and then she shut it down and had her murdered because, you know, you know what I mean? Or is she trying to protect her own position with the timekeepers or whatever, even though it, the, does she believe it so much that she's willing to destroy a dangerous idea within C20 or does she know the secret the C20 is telling and she's willing to kill C20 for that reason, right? That's, that, that's what made me think she knew about the timekeepers, but now I'm not so sure now that we talk about it. Yeah. I, mm. We'll go ahead and use our catchphrase from the other night. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. <laughs> I think she wouldn't have killed her if she didn't know that that was 
you know, that the whole thing was a... The whole thing was a ruse or whatever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And her face in, in that little um, iPad video, but she then that was like, oh, they know! kind of all the fear and stuff that she has of the timekeepers, because she knows they're not real, or at least she knows they're no, not there. No, someone's... Some, yeah, they're not there. I think she still has fear of whoever her boss is. There's definitely a boss here. Right. Who is There's it? a big bad. Who is it? Right. Or it's just Kang. Rinslayer. Rinslayer's... <laughs> Okay. Um, uh, there's, uh, talking about Rinslayer, one of the, my favorite lines in this episode was like when she's talking to Owen Wilson and she says, friendships like ours are worth fighting for. This place is worth fighting for too. All this stuff. And he just goes, good speech. Like, yeah. you can tell he wa- he's so used to being convinced by her, like over and over and over. He's kind of not buying it. Yeah. But he like still sort of lets her convince him. But there's still like more to it that he can tell there's more going on than, you know, he's being a good yeah. detective, I guess. He mm-hmm. can tell that she's holding something back. Yeah. Um, she's keeping something from him and he's like, yep, those, those words were good. However, the intent was not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did you guys like how we got an almost wow? But yeah, it was a how. Close enough. I died. Close enough. Okay, anything else before we bring in some live feedback? Yes, yeah. Um, <laughs> do you think that Sylvie's Nexus event could be that she was being raised with a happy childhood? Loki yeah. should mm. not have a happy childhood yeah. because Loki has to be raised to be awful. I like the theme that we go with there that, like, that is why, like, like, that could be a great reveal if we find out that the variance energy that they felt on that planet that made it so extreme for the TVA to have to come in was that a, two Lokis were suddenly had the my, mildest amount of connection to another person. <laughs> like that, that Lokis are Lokis are supposed to live and die alone. And like, right. this is Loki trying to fight past his, his, um, programming as it were or his destiny um and i love that and it does remind me a lot of rocket and yondu again like mm-hmm. like this is who we are and now they're like trying to turn and be a different person like you can be whatever you want you can be whatever you want you can be a, mm-hmm. even a good person i i want that <laughs> poster you can be whatever you want even a good person and just a picture of uh Owen Wilson's character. Mobius. I keep, I, I never want to call him Mobius because I always want to call him Morpheus. And I want to <laughs> say more, more BS. So we're oh, all yeah. on the same page. I stopped after episode two though. <laughs> Sorry. I'm still, I trained myself. I, it was like the only thing I could do. I, I don't know think what you guys are up. having problems with. I, I don't have a problem with it. It's, it's Mobius. It's Owen Wilson. Wow. Mo- yeah. Let's, wow. let's well, okay. I like, I like that a lot, Jeff. Um, yeah. Anything else? Let's get to some no, live feedback. That, that was the last thing that I Ashley. I'm going to bring you bring you back in here. What, what on the it's video? What you got? What what did you collect for us? Okay, the what first little, what one. Little infinity stones have you brought? <laughs> more of a little reaction. Um, Voice inject says, "Why TF is Marvel so abusive to Loki and Loki fans?" I died before the end credits scene started rolling. Uh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Same. My so brain mean. exploded. Yeah, I could, and I bought it completely. Oh, here's something I really want to talk about. Like, I love when a, they used Mobius's 
death here perfectly because they set it up and they set Loki's like grief of losing him up so that we believe one of the great things a director can do before a big fight scene is to kill off a main character because you believe that another one can die. You believe this is a world where your main characters can die. You know what I mean? Yep. And them killing off Mobius in that previous scene set us up for that last battle that when Loki dies, I believed it. I bought in. I was like, there were parts of me that like, maybe there's some way out of this. Maybe this is an alternate timeline. Maybe this is all variants of variants anyway, whatever. But like, go get another Loki, please. I believe that that Loki was dead and that I would not have believed it. I don't think if Mobius hadn't died a scene earlier, because I believed that that's what those sticks did because of the way Loki reacted, the way the right. protagonist reacted. Yeah, it, it, it gave yeah. stakes and mm-hmm. it gave sure. motivation. Absolutely. It gave stakes and motivation to that final fight and like really sold all of it. Yeah. And the way that, oh man, the last thing that we see of Mobius as he's being, you know, as he's being eaten away, dissolved, whatever, is his face as it's just like, ah, and his face is the last thing to go. And it's like, oh, God, Mobius, no. I'm going to miss that nose. I'm going to miss that crooked ass nose. And those, you grow up. No, you grow up. (laughs) (laughs) The only thing about that whole thing with Mobius and Loki that was a little off-putting to me was I'm not totally sure I buy their relationship at this point. The friend stuff. Yeah, they're so good friends. And, like, Mobius feels so betrayed by Loki running off on him. Like, he knows who Loki is. He's even constantly said who Loki is. And there's a little bit of, like, them feeling like such close friends feels a little rushed to me. I guess because he's watched his stuff so much and saw his turn, maybe he really just was, like, totally invested that there was good in him. Like, he saw the Loki that we saw. Like, maybe Mobius is us. (laughs) right this is me part of it depends on like how long were they friends like how long was loki in the time works differently in the tv right Mm -hmm. was loki there they worked so many cases together yeah maybe maybe they worked a few other cases (laughs) together i would have liked to see those yes same we need an offshoot procedural (laughs) (laughs) series man it's like it's like turner and hooch except uh you know no dogs die yeah Yeah. no (laughs) dogs die Oh, that Aww. spoiler alert! You got to bring up that movie. So, okay, uh, Mobius and Fenris, his dad. <laughs> oh God! Okay, um, <laughs> Jake ADL CPH says uh, this episode was bloody amazing. First off, if Mobius is dead, I'm going to f and riot. This whole thing with Renslayer is a hundred percent leading to Kang. I can't believe that Loki's death can still affect me like this. I'm fully shipping Sylvie and Loki and that post credit scene. Holy ship balls. Mm-hmm. Holy shirt balls. <laughs> I think the Nexus event was them accepting their, their deaths instead of trying to escape. Uh, but yeah, I did get a vibe that it was their love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. All good thoughts, Jake. Yes. Good Jake, good Jake. Um, CJ Hunt says, the Timekeeper fight gave me major The Last Jedi vibes, team up plus death of a puppet. Mm. I agree. I, I was saying the same thing. Interesting. Um, death of a puppet. Like Snoke. Snoke. Yeah, I guess that's true. Okay. Because he was the puppet of Palpatine? That's right. That's right. 
I was like, who is he the puppet of? I forgot that he had a connection to Palpatine. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> it's very tenuous, better that, it? that we forget that. Yeah. Don't, even worry. Don't even worry about it. Yeah, this is going to do it better. SparkSam85 says, now that we know Loki isn't dead, do we think the pruning just sends people to their favorite places? Like Renslayer keeps asking Mobius where he would want to go. I think she knew he was about to be pruned. Oh, somewhere with a jet ski. Interesting. Oh, he's just in Miami. <laughs> Interesting <laughs> that they might be actually intentionally sending them somewhere humane, as it were. She right? did like need to take like a second after it. She did look a little upset. I saw a little bit of emotion there. Right. From her. I think she, I think there's a little bit of genuine, like, she's turning her back on all these people she's worked with for uh, who knows how many centuries. Of course, what is Renslayer? Who is Renslayer? How is Renslayer? Why is Gamora? <laughs> I just know I'm going to beat that. Mm, <laughs> beat that <laughs> I don't like I her. Like episode five is probably going to be our, um, our flashback episode of like how the TVA got established into what it is. Um, it's going to, we're going to see a lot of Renslayer. We're going to see uh, definitely who established the TVA. Right. That makes a lot or, of sense. Or it's entirely going to be in this offshoot universe wherever Loki uh, has ended up. I think it, it could absolutely be have like just like they had the cold open this episode of uh, Sylvie's sort of origin story. I think they yeah. could absolutely do the cold open of Renslayer's origin story, or that might be saved for episode six. I I don't know. It, yeah. I'd like to see uh, old man Loki's uh, origin as well. Nah, man. Old Man Loki, like that Council of Lokis, they're the timekeepers. Ooh. Like, I wanted Richard Grant as Old Man Loki, but I didn't want him in that costume until I saw him in that costume, and then I was like, perfect! Of course! Of course! Oh, he looks like such a, just a shitty cosplayer. Oh, I love it. He's the first! He's the first! (laughs) Yeah. He's like, I wonder if, like, it's possible that that's, like, 616 Loki. Like, you know, like actual six one six. Yeah, Loki. like yeah. obviously it would be weird because they'd have to like live by that. But like you know, yeah, it could be. It could absolutely happen if the multiverse is real. Yeah, and in this case, like six one six has been destroyed, right? Like until they re- reawaken the multiverse, right? Yeah, theoretically. Yeah. Man, oh, man. So obviously, this um, Loki core. They're the timekeepers, right? Yeah, it's well, everything. Everything has been part of the plan to get this variant Loki to that point right. in uh, in time, so that he could become one of them. How cool would know. it have been? It's a real dumb theory. <laughs> How cool would it have been if they had every comics creator take the month to write like what their person is doing on the sacred timeline? Right, like. Mm-hmm. Like if 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 they if they had taken the like initiative to make every comics writer write a story that's tied into this because it's like their character is be is what they would be doing if they were on the sacred timeline instead of like what they're doing now and then like have it break back out into the regular story after that like the TVA has control of that of the comics timeline for the week or that issue yeah mm-hmm. yeah. The, the, that issue is the one issue made during the TVA's reign or whatever. Wow. Uh, okay. Hey, what, what else you got, Ash? Kyle Ray says, what about Miss Minutes? Is she important at all? I mean, she's Kang, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
all things are Kang until proven innocent. I think she will tie in. I think we're going to get like an evil Miss Minutes at some point. Oh, God. Oh, I hope so. Pay no attention to the voice actor behind the curtain. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to take y'all out of existence. Yeah. I think... <laughs> Has anyone seen the Star Trek Lower no, Decks? No. Oh, <laughs> so good. There's an there's an episode where okay, you gotta you gotta this is this is if you'd watch nothing else from okay. from Star Trek ever, watch this episode. Just this episode this out of any episode. Star Trek thing ever made. It's not, for sure. It's not my favorite or anything, but you guys will <laughs> like it. You two and and other anyone will like it. If you like like Rick and Morty style comedies and like just funny stuff, I don't. You don't like Rick and Morty. You're a liar. Carry on, You're a crazy on. person. Um, anyway, there's an episode where they create in the holodeck a character named Badgie, who is their help guide. It's like Clippy from the, like, oh, God. whatever. But they do something wrong in the code, and he just wants to murder them. So the whole episode, yes. the characters are, like, fighting across the holodeck <laughs> while Badgie keeps popping up in this really friendly voice. And he comes in, but he's wanting to murder them. It's so good. It's so funny. There are some moments. That, yeah, it's like completely not Star Trekky, but I freaking love it. <laughs> okay. Fun. Okay. It's really, really good. Um, got about two more. Uh, Dr. Kyle Berkeley says Ren Slayer is Loki. She hits the check marks in a position of power. Liar can't be trusted. Cool. Are you talking about me? Oh, does alligator Loki mean that there's an Alathor? Ooh. Ooh. Uh, no, it's Frog Thor. Frog Thor. There is yeah. a Frog Thor. I, I think Alligator Thor has probably been transmuted into an alligator at some point. Alligator. Alligator. Yeah. Alligator. Wait. Br- uh, don't say BBK. that too much. We're going to get in trouble. Brian Klein in the chat says uh, a <laughs> throg. Yep. Um, he was a throg. Um, some of my, some of my favorite, uh, internet pictures are when a dog has like the, has Mjolnir as like the bone, like chewing on Mjolnir handle. And it's like, it's a Labrathor, it's a Thorgy, you know, (laughs) whichever version. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Just dogs. We don't deserve them. We don't deserve dogs. They're the best. We might deserve Quill. Yeah. I think we, we deserve Quill. I deserve (laughs) Quill. Maybe Quill. Quill. (laughs) I deserve every bit of Quill. (laughs) <laughs> all right what you got what's that last one Ash? all right and the last one uh steph 89 says do they have footage of the sacred timeline like when mobius was showing loki everything that happened in his life because if they can see everything mobius should just go check that out to see what happened on lamantis and what the next event could be um, that would have been great if they didn't plume him out of existence. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, the, the problem is, I think I don't know. they're, they couldn't, they couldn't find them is the thing. Well, the, the stuff that they had with Loki was like footage on a reel. Right. So they would have to pull that record of the, of the footage and take it over to the time theater and install it and then get it running. It's not like they can just like, pull up a live version of the timeline. And, right. Because you know, they have zoom in worse on now. technology than we have here. Yeah. They have worse technology than we are currently but it, using. But it's holographic 3d at the same time. Yeah. It's very strange the way, like I have to imagine in worlds like this, that's all just like representational 
the way that like Loki sees it or something, or as we as the audience see it, it's all like representational of what's actually going on in the TVA. Yeah. I don't know. You said there was no magic in this place. Yeah. Science? There's, there's not. It's just <laughs> there's not. the 70s. Science! I love that line. Okay, uh, is there okay. anything else you guys want to chat about? Because it's about time that we turn it over to the trivia of it's it all. It's about time. So, thank you guys for hanging out with us. Uh, we are the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. We'll be back soon. Uh, hit us up at all the places. We're at facebook.com slash mcucast. mcucast everywhere you get your social stuff. We haven't said that in a long time, so MCU cast everywhere. Uh, MCU, uh, we're Stranded Panda everywhere too. <laughs> Stranded Panda is the network. We're Stranded Panda on TikTok, uh, where Melissa is about to complete the hundred days of Chris Evans' thirst. It's yeah, there's only like four days left. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. She's gonna end it on the Fourth of July yeah. on Independence That's Day. That's right. You may notice four days left means Fourth of July for the Captain America thirst will end. Uh, and a hundred days of thirst. Uh, so check out the at stranded panda on TikTok. It's America's it's been ass. Very, very fun. Uh, she, she's just been putting out great content like every day. Uh, it's been so good. Um, and, uh, we'll be putting like theory videos and stuff up there. Um, as always, we're doing the Twitch live, live podcasts and the live watches on Scener. All those links will be right below us in the, the uh, podcast notes. Feedback. Make sure you get your feedback to mcucast at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, keep it short and sweet, please. <laughs> yeah, you guys <laughs> did a great job getting through a lot um, of feedback. We're not going to be able to do what we did next week. No. This <laughs> yeah. So keep it short and sweet. Get it in by Sunday night, guys. Sunday night. Yeah, and Mondays we'll be doing our regular, regularly scheduled 6 p.m. Central on twitch.tv slash TV. We take live feedback there as well. And... Ashley and I are starting a show that is a Twitch oh, that's exclusive. Right. That's right. Oh, yes. Twitch exclusive. On, Nowhere yep. else. We are uh, we're going to be starting this up Thursday at 7 p.m. Central on twitch.tv slash Panda TV. Uh, check out Legends and Libations, where we get a little drunk and talk about some mythology and ghost stories and various other things. Um, it's only going to be on Twitch, so... You know, those of you that can see my hands right now, like, this is where you're going to need to be. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're watching this on YouTube. Uh, then well, you need to be on twitch.tv slash panda TV. Um, <laughs> we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. I don't, like, I don't know what to do with these. This is what it said. <laughs> all right, guys. We'll see. We're all, we're all done. Uh, we're going to turn it over for Trivia Night. Peace. Until next time, true believers. Bye. Ooh, I like that one. You made it all sultry that time. Bringing it down. (laughs) Thank you for joining us for the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Available everywhere you get podcasts, and now a video version streaming live on twitch.tv slash strandedpandatv and available at youtube.com slash strandedpanda. And if you'd like to learn more about all of our other podcasts, geeky projects, and ways to support the network, visit strandedpanda.com. 